Alright. Are we ready, Javier? Oh, yeah, I'm checking. I'm just checking my audio real quick, make sure I'm coming in clean through the, uh, ready? the stream. Oh my. I think I sound alright. Started so well. Was that Cliffs of Dover? I was tearing it up, man. Cliffs of Dover. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Javier. Play something. And I'll do the solo. Give me a little bit more volume so we can. Uh, Thunder Horse, Death Clock, Guitar okay. Hero 2. My can's green, so it's like oh. kind of invisible. You didn't need to stop playing. I was doing a solo. No, that's all there was. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's our intro for today. Uh, What's happening? For those of you who couldn't see it because you're listening <laughs> to the podcast, I grabbed my own ukulele and I joined in for the for the marvelous solo that you just got to listen to. I mean. Not many people get to listen to that, uh, fortunately for them. Uh, <laughs> but today we are here uh, again, Angel, Javier, Steven. Uh, we are here for a special edition. Today is special, just like Steven is special. It is his birthday. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> that is what we're going with. And, uh, yeah, it's his birthday. That's, that's, that's it. That's all I'm saying. It's his Slowly birthday. turning to dust. That's right. Yes. This is a beautiful thing. <laughs> all right. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gooseness. Uh, listen, sometimes you just got, you got to make choices, you know? You don't want to be like that squirrel in the middle of the road. Can't make I mean, a decision, kinda. you know? Oh, that's me every day. Yeah, I was yeah, yeah. the worst at Blockbuster back in the day when I was trying to decide between a, a movie or a game. I was the worst. I hated it I'll every you, time. I'll tell you my Blockbuster story, and you'll love this. Um, Final Fantasy twelve came out, and I went out to rent it. And there was nobody there but the manager. And I'm looking around. The manager says, uh, can I help you find something? I said, Yes. I'm looking for Final Fantasy 12. And for those of you who don't remember, Blockbuster had this back area where people just dumped stuff through and it hadn't been checked in yet. So he went back there to check to see if they had it. Then he went on the computer. Again, manager. Went on to the computer to see if they had Final Fantasy 12. And then he looked at me and said, we do not have Final Fantasy 12. However, we do have Final Fantasy XII if you'd like to try that. <laughs> he said, I'll give it to you for free and I'll give you a rain check in case the Final Fantasy 12 comes in. I said, done. That is <laughs> first, absolutely hilarious. At first I thought he was joking until he offered me the rain check and the free game. And then I realized... This dude's serious. I feel bad. I am not going to say anything. I'm just going to hurt his feelings. I'm just going to say thank you and move on. That reminds me of when I used to work at uh, GameStop. I, I, I started working at GameStop shortly after Skyrim released. So Skyrim was because it was popular for like the next five years. Um, every person, like I swear, at least three times a day, I would have someone come in. You got that Skyrim? And I just like, I just, it being pronounced Skyrim. <laughs> And, like, I don't know how to tell people. It's, like, it's pronounced Skyrim. But, like, I don't know how to correct people without sounding rude. But I just also couldn't help not, like, crack at it. Because oh, of how funny it just was. Just, you got that there, Skyrim? See, at that point, what you do is you, um, uh, 
is you'd be like, oh yeah, we got Skyrim in yesterday. Oh, and which is exactly what I do. I like when I, every time I say it, I'm saying it correctly, but I can't just go, um, actually, it's called Skyrim. <laughs> Almost called it Skyrim. <laughs> 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 so with that, we're going to go ahead and get started. Uh, who wants to kick this off? Anybody want to kick it off or, or you want me to do it? You tell me. I mean, I don't mind. I do have it. mine uh, already kind of loaded up. Kick it all up. right, all right, all right. Let me um, just gather my notes here real While quick. While he's gathering <clears throat> his thoughts together, for those of you joining us for the first time, what we do here is uh, we send each other one thought, and that's pretty much it. And then we do our own research on that one thought. So your Not thought much for more this thought goes into was, that one thought. What was your thought for this week? Nintendo did many tests and experiments that can be seen as torturous on testers for the Virtual Boy to see if it was safe to use. Ooh. And I, and I just found that funny because the Virtual Boy really was like a mess if you look back in the day. Like I because Nintendo when they kind of get that uh, gimmick innovation kind of phase, obviously it normally pays off. I mean, the DS, the Wii, the Switch, nineteen ninety five. Hmm. It was way the way back, the way way back, and um, somebody so a associate producer for Nintendo of America at the time. Jim Warnell, uh, went, recently went through an interview. Like, I'm talking about, like, literally less than a month ago. Oh, wow. Okay. An um, interview um, where he kind of explained the process because he was there during, you know, the beta alpha testing of the Virtual Boy. So here he is. Here I'm quoting him during an interview. When they were testing people out for Virtual Boy, they had us go through this. Did you ever see the movie Clockwork Orange? The scene where the person's <laughs> pinned down in the chair and they've got their eyelids open? Wow. That was kind of what that was kind of what virtual boy testing was like. They oh, would dilate wow. our pupils, oh, they would have us sit in our heads in this vice type thing, so a Ludovico technique, and they would shine light in our pupils. They would have these plastic rods, they would have them just barely touching our eyes, and they would say, Okay, no matter what, don't blink for a minute. They put us under the most bizarre test just to make sure, I guess, to make sure, and I'm reading this verbatim, that's not me slipping, <laughs> just to make sure the thing was safe to use. They would blow air into our eyes. They would have us play Virtual Boy test kits for 10 to 15 minutes. Um, then what we'd have the to rest. What is the point of blowing air? The thing didn't blow air at people. Well, I guess just a test of any it. kind of circumstance. Yeah. Any they, kind of they, they you moving your eyes into otherwise, it, I guess. Otherwise, it would have been in, if it was safe. Oh, my goodness. Right. Then they dilate our eyes again, two or three rounds of these just bizarre, inhumane torture tests, just to make sure this thing wouldn't kill me or blind me or whatever. But um, yeah, it was interesting. So all <laughs> that, and I looked it up because I was just way too curious. All that for mm -hmm. only twenty-two games. Yeah, well, because it and, it flopped. And it, only, it was a huge flop. And only fourteen came out in the U.S. <laughs> because they kind of did like a um. A Wii U marketing thing is like this is where Nintendo there there's no in between they either have some of the best marketing or they have the worst marketing and I remember the virtual boy being not saying I remember like as I was there I was right, two right. years old but from what I've read my understanding is it the marketing was just bad because they kind of marketed it like they did the Wii U where everything you see on the Wii U commercial back in 2014 2015 was kids playing on the gamepad kind of like how the switch was presented here's the the console on the go. The Virtual right. Boy was presented like that. Here's because every time they showed it, it's like outside. It's at a playground. It's kids playing with it out on the go. They made it wow. look like this mobile thing you could play, but no, it had like a twenty-pound brick that you had to plug into every time <laughs> to even use it. You had to lay down on the ground. You couldn't, or you had to like have it balanced on a table. There was just no comfortable way to actually use it. And what you're looking at was just really bad vectorized um, just infrared lights, basically. So, so one of the reasons we send each other just the name or just the main line is to see where each one of us goes with that um mm -hmm. and my brain went to that was really bad i wonder what was worse and uh <laughs> <laughs> that same year 1995 apple pip pin had pip pen. yeah apple pip pin had 22 games also this was an actual console. Okay, Apple trying to do a gaming console. Uh, their big game was Mr. Potato Head Saves Veggie Valley. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, Pippin. Like, as in, like, the Lord of the Rings character. 
Yes, sir. P I P P I N. Uh, I mean, in capital P, capital P on both of those. But yeah, Mr. Potato Head says Veggie Valley. The it, controller looks like um, that PS3 the controller um, concept looks controller. like a boomerang. Uh, yeah, no, exactly. Like the PS3 concept controller that they yeah. had before the PS3 came out. That's but, terrible. But I'm telling you if, you, if you look up video from that game, it is it is bizarre at best. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to lie, though. I kind of like I like the design of the console. However, there were others that it. were worse. Do not worry. Oh. 2006 Mattel Hyperscan has six games. I know that console. <laughs> I actually don't remember that. Now, now, here's the thing about this console. 2006, the cool thing about it, it was a $20 console, so I can't I can't bust on it for only having six games. No, this was the, the, the rage of plug-and-play consoles back in that day. Well, yeah. and here's the thing. It was one of the first consoles with DLC because you would buy cards. Oh, the, actual the cards, cards, which technically was... <laughs> Stuff you downloaded, yeah. Yeah, the the cards you you insert the cards mm. into the console, and you'd have DLC. So that yeah. was... I'm looking at the I'm I'm looking at the first game that they released too, and like this kind of gives you an idea exactly who they were marketing towards. Right. Um, Ben Ten was like the first game they had released. It looks like. Oh my. Um, Marvel Heroes, Spider Man, X Men, Avatar: The Last Airbender, but definitely looks like based, especially because Ben Ten alone had eighty cards. Uh, <laughs> yeah. To it. That's why they um, gave you. Ben the, 10 was definitely the, the emphasis. For 20 bucks. Listen, here's the console for twenty bucks. Now go buy a bunch of. Cards. By the way, <laughs> by the way, the cards are one hundred thirty dollars. That's insane. <laughs> like so to buy Ben or... Ten, side scroller platformer, that basically cost you one hundred fifty dollars to get the full experience. Yeah, yeah, but the console was only twenty bucks. Hey. No, exactly. And that's how they get. You. And that was the marketing. Listen, mom, dad, the console's only twenty dollars. And then a week later, hey, the game came out. I need these cards so I can play the game, mom and dad. But wait. Next thing you know, nine packs more. later, another sixty dollars. Oh, there's more. Yeah, yeah. Nineteen seventy four. And doesn't count. It was over in nineteen seventy five. The Magnavox Odyssey one hundred had two games. Okay, okay, the Odyssey does not count. Had, that was, that's arguably the first console ever. It had two games, tennis and hockey, which basically was just a ripoff we of like Pong. Okay? Well, right, right, no, no, the Magnavox Odyssey was basically like the first, not the first Pong machine, but like the first console to like, hey, it's more than Pong. And, and, <laughs> There's a little bit more to it. By a little bit more, I mean one more. And then the last one that I found uh, was the console that never was. And there's a good reason for it. In 1985, RDI uh, Halcyon, I think it is. Halcyon, or I don't even know. Halcyon. Halcyon had two games. There were less than 12 of them uh, actually made. And the reason was because in 1985, the console with two games was $2,500. What were these two games? <laughs> were these little two Samson games? Little Samson and Little Samson. $2,500. Here's the kicker. It was a gaming console that required LaserDisc. No. Oh. <laughs> so, so the man, giant... they, set themselves up, they set themselves up for success by using LaserDisc. That's right. The giant LaserDisc. That's what it required. That's funny. Less than twelve That's of them funny. made for twenty five hundred bucks. Two games, baby. That's insane. If you look it up, it looks amazing. It's like were the were like, the two games just informational discs <laughs> on how to print your own money. It's it's so crazy. Because that's the only way that it's no, gonna dude. be worth it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, consoles back in the day, even the eighties, that was a that was a rich man's territory. Oh, yeah, not twenty five hundred though. Uh, no, no. I mean, um, wait, wait, wait. So, Angel, is that twenty five hundred today money or no, no, at five thousand today money? It was twenty. Okay, so it was twenty five hundred at the, at the time. Got it. Gotcha, gotcha. That's what I was making sure. That's yeah, insane. yeah. I looked it up just out of curiosity what it would be in today money. It was. It said twenty five hundred and five thousand. You know, in today money. You can buy a whole VR rig for that. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah, but it came with two and it, laser discs. And it discs. would be a good VR rig, Two laser too. discs, baby. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, but yeah, less than 12 of them made. Um, yeah, that did not last. 
at all. What what were the games? Do you I even don't know? even know. I didn't even look to see what the games were. I tell you, the console looked pretty like like this massive thing that you would have, you know, in your living room. So speaking, I'm, of... I'm looking. Oh, I was gonna say I'm looking at the uh, the list of like every console or you know mainline console mm-hmm. and their yeah. prices today versus at the time. Right. But speaking of flops, uh, it, this just reminded me of uh, Soldier Game. The the consoles made by Soldier Boy, but they well, weren't actually made by Soldier yeah, Boy. There's a heavy what they were made. was Ooh. they were the they were the Chinese knockoffs of the consoles mm-hmm. with Soldier Boy's name literally slapped on the box. Yeah, literally just slapped on the box, and it's it's one of those um, super cheap emulator consoles. Super, Basically. I see what you did there. But the thing is, they weren't cheap. <laughs> That's the problem. Like Super. If you bought Ooh. if you bought the Soldier game consoles, they were significantly more than just buying the the what's it called? The um, the knockoff consoles from China. Well they don't know that. They get they don't know that. They see the Stacy Soldier Boy and they're like, oh, Gotta the get third them. model, Soldier Game Fuse, would have been even more expensive, costing $640. And the specs of the console were almost the same as the Ouya. No, uh, very the, the infamous uh, YouTuber, JonTron, did a really good cover on the Soldier Boy consoles. And it's, yeah, it's a mess. <laughs> it's a mess. It's so bad. <laughs> I'm surprised. I mean, I'm sure they already have, but like Nintendo just putting the hammer on it. Yeah. I, I remember because the, the branding, the branding is very Game yeah. Boy, hence you know Soldier Boy. I remember when it um, originally got announced. I was just like, "This dude's still alive? Like he's still relevant somewhere?" <laughs> no, no, he's um. To my understanding, he's kind of considered a joke, but I might be wrong. I thought he was considered a joke back in the day too. Mm-hmm. So, Javier, yeah, since you got the microphone, what is your point that you are bringing to the table today? My point is that Monopoly is probably the best example of something that the creator would hate. Like, the creator of something, when they create art or, or something, they don't want other people to change that for the most part because Mm -hmm. they made it the way that they saw it and um they meant something with that piece that piece meant something to them well monopoly as as you know it is now lauded as this game where um you have to get it all and you're celebrated for getting all of the, the the plots of land for getting all of all of the money that you can or for ruining somebody's life by not letting them have it absolutely yeah the original was made by i need to get the name right um the game bob was the invented by let me get the name <laughs> not bob the, the little man with no, the mustache uh, and the uh by monocle? elizabeth maggie or uh maggie two, two first names m-a-g-i-e um maggie it was meant to show the evil of capitalism and monopolies. <laughs> oh yeah, I thought that was kind of apparent. <laughs> no, it celebrates it now. <laughs> no, that's true. <laughs> the game actually celebrates. There's it. so you many win. people that I know that don't know <laughs> By the being the best this. capitalist. Elizabeth Maggie, a very, very proudly independent woman, not married. In her 40s, in the late 19th century, creates this game as a way to show the world that monopolies are bad. By the way, the reason she made this game is because her father handed her a book. Um, He was an uh, anti-monopolist. So she learned a lot from her father, and they both simultaneously hated monopolies and capitalism and so she made this to show the evils of capitalism and now it is absolutely the opposite it's one of the biggest grossing games (laughs) in the world 
celebrate I mean, to, celebrating to fair, capitalism. To be fair, Please I think fair. neither one neither one of them can complain. Because they're, they're dead. Correct. <laughs> that is correct. We're sharing a So who's really here. hurting here? <laughs> oh man. It I I just looked it up and it was it was so funny to me. Like that is funny. What's up, Sword Dog? I'm just now seeing your message. Well, I'm gonna tell you what's happening. Sword Dog. We, love we Sword absolutely Dog. love Sword Dog. For those of you who don't know, you can go to gotemerch.com. Gotemerch.com, and you can see a lot of our gamers on the edge merch, and it helps us uh, to make it. a difference in the life of sick kids. And uh, Sword Dog is the man that hosts and does all that cool stuff over there. They got some really cool stuff too there too. Uh, They're going to say uh, he's the man that makes the kids sick. (laughs) If you use the For the Kids uh, discount, you get 10% off. Uh, But yeah, he's got some really, really cool stuff in there. Not just just our stuff, uh, but all kinds of cool stuff in there. And uh, he's he's been a great partner in in helping us raise over $100,000 since we started doing this. This year, by the way, this is a commercial break. This year, we are going to be working hand in hand. This is the first time I've mentioned it, so... Um, you're hearing it first. Yeah. Unless you're hearing this in the future, at which time somebody already heard it. Uh, but... <laughs> but we'll pretend you're hearing it first exactly. anyway. Exactly. That's what we're talking about. Uh, this year we are working hand in hand with the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society to help local kids. So we are very, very, very excited about that. Uh, it's, it's, it's a really, really cool opportunity. So, so we're really looking forward to see... Uh, how that moves and how that, you know, moves to the to the next level here, as as we always like to to move forward and and make a difference in the lives of others. So that's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Sword Dog mm-hmm. is the man that helps us with that. Check it out. Uh, but with that, because it is your birthday, Senor Stephen. What? And I know you like music. Uh, Allegedly. I, I decided. To from here forward, we are going to turn this into a musical, uh, la 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 la, or maybe not. Uh, um, <laughs> the hills but, are alive. But you know, you know, I'm tone deaf. Here's <laughs> covering his ears. <laughs> That's the part that always gets me. That's the part that always gets me. Nothing else. It's the fact that you don't. You skip I stop so right there. I skip the everything. Song. I skip everything. He and skips a him. whole nother refrain and uh, it kills me every I time. I refrain from doing the refrain. Um, but anyway, my point for this week, which is going to lead us into one of the most epic musical games we've ever done, Ooh, is that dropping. Raymond Legends was originally a flop i say originally because it actually has done much better uh over since the release yeah. over time yeah uh kind of like princess bride if you haven't seen it go watch the movie amazing movie. the best it's one of the best christmas movies yeah yeah so raymond legends was originally a flop because of we use treatment of zombies and a theft of a car that is my statement i'll say it again Raymond Legends was originally a flop because of Wii U's treatment of zombies and the theft of a car. Now, let me explain that. (laughs) What actually happened was Ubisoft had given uh, Nintendo sole ownership, basically, as far as, you know, they were only the only ones allowed to have it, Zombie U. U. Yeah. And Zombie U did... Zombie without the E. Did so bad. I mean, absolutely... Terrible. Terrible. I may have hyped it up a lot when I worked at GameStop. That... I I apologize to anyone who bought Zombie U because of me. Well, I tell you... I was just just doing my job. It did so (laughs) bad that Ubisoft was supposed to be releasing uh, Raymond Legends again only on the Wii U. But... Zombie U did so bad, they didn't feel like Nintendo did a good job promoting it. They thought, you know, like, just, they just didn't feel like Nintendo did a good job with it. So what they decided to do was 
they decided to release it on all platforms. Zombie. The problem okay. with that is yeah. that it delayed the release date. It did, yeah. And Not only that, but like them re-releasing that zombie game was like two years after it being released for Wii U. Well, so they're the re-releasing a two-year-old game that is completely irrelevant. Well, the thing that it killed Rayman Legends is that when they decided that they wanted to release it on multiple consoles because uh, Zombie U did so poorly only on Nintendo, that it pushed the release back all the way to practically the same week that Grand Theft Auto was coming out. And, I mean, chance. you worked at GameStop. You know that... Oh, yeah. My favorite thing to do is any tell children week no, they cannot buy Grand Theft or Auto. month that Grand Theft Auto comes out, you, you don't want to release anything else. Because anything that releases within a month of that is just it, not yeah. going to do well. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. It, it literally... Release timing is more important than the actual quality of the game. It really is. Yeah. And and it killed it, unfortunately. Like I said, you know, just just they were so concerned about Nintendo only having they probably should have just had Nintendo release it when you know, when they had it and mm -hmm. then released it on other consoles later. Um, you know, but they just held on to it and then released it, you know, when Grand Theft Auto came out and forget it, it was just it was dead on impact. Uh, right. unfortunately. However, it has one of my favorite things, which is going to lead us into today's game. Now, for those of you who don't know what the game is, neither do these guys. Uh, cool. Generally speaking, I look for, uh, we'll say, questionable uh, surveys. Are we coming back to your point or no? No, go ahead. Go ahead. You got something okay. else on the point? Yes, yes, I do. <clears throat> because... I had to know. I had to know. Like, uh, growing up with Rayman, I always wondered why he didn't have any limbs. Okay. Do you know why he doesn't have any limbs? Was it because the he artist couldn't do it? No. He originally had limbs. Completely oh, really? programmed limbs. But when they tried uploading Rayman to consoles, the limbs didn't work. So they took out the limbs. <laughs> That's why Rayman has it. no limbs. We're not going to try right. to figure because this out. Because his limbs didn't upload properly to the console. Or like, just hey, leave listen, it. Listen, listen. Style <laughs> over substance any day. Absolutely. That's hysterical. And speaking of style, one of my favorite things in any video game ever is the level with Black Betty uh, for oh, Rayman Black Legends. Betty. And for those of you who have not played it, it's amazing it is i mean is i don't know how to explain it other than the movement is perfectly timed with the music if it's you, a rhythm game yeah it, it really inside of an action it, it turns into uh, a rhythm game at that point because you can practically just keep your eyes closed and if you know if you know the song you know exactly right. when to jump or when to kick um you're better off listening to the song than actually watching the screen. But it, it's it's way, However, way cool. depending on how good your reaction time is, <laughs> it may mess you up. You have. You because could. originally, I remember playing it, and I oh, remember I missing it, things brother. because I would press things on the beat rather than before it and um i would end up missing things oh yeah depending was, on your tv yeah you was, might want to there was a decent amount of delay yeah yeah and it, i was just like why isn't this working that's true on the on the new tvs it's not that big of an issue but on yeah. the old tvs yeah that could be an issue back where where back the delay uh back in my day could we used mess to you touch up. the tv screens so, and there was like this fuzzy static feeling <laughs> We we had that TV. My hair's raised. We had that. We had a TV with a galaxy. Is what we called it. It has oh, yeah. so many blue dots all over so it. So many dead. We pixels. just called it the galaxy. Um, the hey, pixels you feel like were watching so the stars dead. tonight. Nah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I already so. By the way, yeah. Rayman Legends is seventy five percent off Steam. Just so it's so knows. good. Game, it's a good game. The game, so is, good. the game is currently seven dollars and forty nine cents. So yeah. Treat yourself oh, to yeah. a beautiful, fun 
joyous game. Absolutely. And especially if you have friends to play with. Yeah, especially if you have friends. Sorry. And there's and there's demos. <laughs> there's demos of the game. Yeah, yeah, I believe the game's four-player co-op. So what, what are you waiting for? Play by yourself, play with friends. Yes. And with that, we're going to move into the game for this week. <gasps> I left us a lot of time today you lost the uh, game. for this game. Because it is a singing game. You are going to have to sing in this game. Oh, boy. Uh, that's right. That's right. So you're going to get points for actually guessing the game, the song. If you guess the game, you get a point. If you guess the song, you get a point. If you sing the song well enough, <coughs> you, you can get up to five points depending on how well you sing it. I'm tone deaf. Yeah, well, it doesn't matter. This is this is this is subjective versus objective and this is my subjective judgment on on the singing. So can I scream it? Because I can sing I can hey, scream listen, in tune. I, we'll go with it. it <laughs> we're going remember style? We're going with style. Oh, okay. So enough. here is <laughs> I almost feel bad telling you what this is already. Okay. Top ten best uses of licensed songs in video games now now is this now uh, is this going to be like the first <laughs> 10 are just guitar hero variations no no so there are no uh there are no music games. games there are no music games there is no grand theft auto because grand theft auto has like 500 songs right, uh, right, so right. that's not on there and there are no again um, no music games of any kind. Um, but it is the 10 best uses of licensed songs in video games. This was done, so you have some idea. And this, th sorry guys, this is this is where I kill my, my crew here. I do apologize ahead of time. This was done in 2015. Oh, okay. Okay, so obviously no games past 2015. Although, I'll be honest with you, let me see here. I'm going to give you, oh, I guess there's a 2013 game. That's as late as it gets. Okay. And this was 2013 done. 2013 is the latest the games get. Yeah, yeah. And this and was. Again, no, and and we already, we've already confirmed no Grand Theft Auto. Correct. And this okay. was done by Watch Mojo. Oh. <laughs> Uh, so, give credit where credit is due. I got this list <laughs> from Watch Mojo. <laughs> 20, 2015. The only okay. thing that I trust less than Watch Mojo is BuzzFeed. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's the same person. <laughs> so, so all right. I don't think it's the same company. So, 2015 no, Watch Mojo, top 10 best uses of licensed songs and video games one point for the game one point for the song five points up to five points are for how you sing it all right uh go ahead steven it's your birthday so what is you gonna be your guess <laughs> i mean I, I have a couple of guesses i just like wonder if they're kind of in the same vein as like doesn't count i'm like, not even like Grand it, Lobato. it doesn't even matter the ranking today guess. like it doesn't matter if it was number 10 or number one you know, today it's just you, you get one point for just guessing it because these are hard. Somewhat. I mean. All right. So what would you got? I mean, I'm going to go for what really helped, um, like, define my uh, – I keep forgetting I moved my webcam. I'm over here. I want to find, like, a lot of my music growing up, especially in middle school and high school. Uh, Tony Hawk under – or uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Um, really the series, but I'm going to narrow it down to two because two is, like, the most famous one. Okay, so you got. I'm gonna give you Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, uh -huh. 1999. What is the song? For no, I can't remember what songs are on there. Um, <laughs> one of my first ska songs. Uh, was it Goldfinger uh, or Superman? Goldfinger. Yes, it is. No, yes, you're it kidding. Is. <laughs> yes, it is. Pretending I'm a Superman, going on to what I can. Oh my god, it's so, I love that song. <laughs> yeah, I gotta hear more. Come on. Hold on. Let me look at the lyrics. Let me look at the lyrics. 
<laughs> he just got extra points to the pra, pra, pra. That song's awesome. Yeah, you have to. They're, they're saying pick it up, pick it up, pick it up, but faster. Pick it up, pick it up. Uh, so here I am doing everything I can, holding on to what I am, pretending I'm a superman. That is that is that is beautiful. Yeah. That song's a bop. Oh sure. my it's, goodness! It's no, almost most ska is bop. Anything Streetlight Manifesto is a super bop. I wouldn't anything. say it's a banger, but it's definitely a bop. <laughs> oh, it's a banger! All right. Are you kidding? What What is your next guess, Steven? That was that was amazing. You know what? Let, let me let, let's get the crowd going. Points in here. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. The only other game I can think of, but like. Why does it go on for so long? What? What's going on? It what? stopped. It stopped. The crowd was going crazy. Oh. <laughs> he has a sound I can't hear it. But it's. It is long. It's like one of those I... times where you're listening to a song that somebody else puts on, and then you mm. realize that they put on the 10 hour version of it. <laughs> it just goes on for way too long, and you're just like, what's happening right now? <laughs> you, so, just imagine like a 10 hour loop of crowd cheering and you're just waiting for it to end <laughs> but you're not realizing that it's uh, the only way I can get positive reinforcement <laughs> exactly you are um, it's like Schrodinger's uh, thing you anyway. are beautiful you are a beautiful you are a beautiful human being okay okay so I just remembered and I was gonna remember I, I was gonna say this I was gonna say this game because I can't remember. Uh, but or, I was gonna say this game because I remember having like a lot of good licensed music. Oh, I just realized that my camera is like, <laughs> no, what happened to my camera? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, I remember that when this game came out, I was obsessed with these games, Need for Speed, but specifically Underground. I remember there being a lot of licensed music. In it is not games. on the list of top ten. Wow. I, I legit remember um, that Usher song being on uh, Tony Hawk's Underground. But yeah, and Little John. The thing that I remember the most about, um, like, a licensed song in a video game would be Burnout Paradise. Mm. Paradise City. That is a great song. Not on the list. I didn't think it was going to be. Burnout was my, or Burnout Takedown. That was my, that was my good stuff. What'd you get, Steven? Give me He's definitely list. winning this one. SSX? Tricky. Oh, SSX I love SSX. Tricky. 2001. What Yo. the song is? Tricky. <laughs> That's right. All right. I don't know the lyrics. Oh, come on. You I gotta... listen to music. Right, Javier, you I don't know the, the lyrics. Here. <laughs> I listen uh, to music very differently. Is it? It's tricky to rock around, to rock around, to rock around. It's tricky. It's tricky. Ah, ah, it's tricky. tricky. Even tricky, if you tricky, say it wrong, tricky. it's like, it's tricky to rock around, to rock around, to rock around, to rock around. It's tricky. It's tricky. It's tricky. That's what it is. It's tricky to rock around. Okay. Lothar <laughs> jumped in right oh, on that. <laughs> What's going What's up, Lothar? Lothar, yeah. <laughs> Man, oh, SSX3 <laughs> has one of the best soundtracks to any game, I think, ever. That. Yeah, yeah, so for those of you just joining us, we've been going live here at GOTE.TV. And uh, you missed the first half, but you can listen to us on the podcast. It is called Pontification Station. Right now, we're in the game part of this where I give these guys an awful survey. This is a 2015 survey done by Watch Mojo. Are there repeats on <laughs> 10 this? 10 best uses of licensed songs in video games. No, there are no repeats. So, all right, so you got two points there already. All right, what else you got? Um, all right, I'm going to sing the song first. Oh, oh, we're going singing first. Let's go. I'm, I'm going to sing the song first. I'm going to see if you guys recognize it. Because I know this is a famous song, and I know that people went nuts when they used it as, like, the main opening theme for this game. Um... I don't want to set the world on fire. I just want to start a I think... flame in your heart. The ink spots. Yeah. I don't want to set the world on fire. Uh, yeah. Fallout 3. That's a great song, too. Fallout 3 song. is on here, and that is Yay. the song. Set the world on Fire. I learned that that was a real song when it because I looked into it as a kid when Fallout Three came out. Yeah, yeah, give, give, give him the voice, have you? Give him the voice. Go ahead. go ahead, go ahead. I don't want to set the world on fire. I just want to start 
to flaming <laughs> that is beautiful so you got three already man you're killing it man, we don't crone like we used to what ha what happened your camera be messed up anyway so what else you got behind my computer there we go there you are the, the singer songwriter okay. guitars and it's the new crooning <laughs> All right, I, All right. So, what's your next song? You got three already, man. You're 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 doing it well here. What was that? See, because they they removed the song because uh, I guess the license ran out for it. So when they re-released the game several times, and it's only on the original copy of the game. But Halo Two had a collaboration song with Breaking Benjamin, and that song was played in one of the games. Oh, did they really? license song? Oh, you guys didn't know that? Yeah, Breaking Benjamin has a song for Halo Two. It's actually in the game. But because of how licensing works, oh, especially sick. with whatever record company, you know, no. probably said no to it. Um, every future release of Halo 2 does not have that song because, again, hmm. licensing. Um, so a lot of people don't know that song exists. But, yeah, there's a Breaking Benjamin song in Halo 2. I forgot exactly how it goes. Great it's song. Like, not on it's, the it's, list. Not on the list? Okay. But you're still winning 3-0, yeah. Javier. Um, you need to make a comeback I here. I know that <laughs> so many people freaked out when I think it was at the end of black ops 2 um avenge sevenfold did a song uh, i remember that song actually. okay so originally Man, he i know gave black me ops had another song at tony hawk and i said yes so i'm gonna give you a call of duty but it is black ops 2010 do you know the song i uh, do is it avenge sevenfold though no 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 uh, no, I don't. I don't know. Um, this, this sing song it, Steven. is very. Please to meet you. Won't you have my name? Oh, okay. Stone. Yeah, yeah. Yes, so sir. Rolling Stones. That, uh, of all the like Vietnam War songs they pick, they pick "Sympathy for the Devil." They didn't pick "Credence," which is stupid. "Credence" is Vietnam. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> uh, "Sympathy for the Devil" is literally the only. Rolling Stone song I like. The uh, only Rolling Stone song I like. I agree with you, but I will add two more that are actually boppers. I won't say bangers, yeah. except the last one. The last one I think actually is kind of a banger. All right, which are? Uh, Pain of Black. Pain of Black, because that song is awesome. It might be, like, methodically, or methodically mel melody-wise, it's awesome. Okay. And uh, Gimme Shelter. That song slaps. Those okay. female vocals coming in, like, like a gospel Go listen it's to Saigon hard. Kick. That one we is good. To to Saigon Kick. Um, uh, Saigon Kick. But um, uh, I I agree with those. But I do have to say that Sympathy for the Devil is the only one that I will go out of my way to listen to. Mm -hmm. But wait, the others I will bop to, to if they're on. But Sympathy yeah, for the Devil the is the only off. one that I now, will turn now on. Now what what about the Guns N' Roses version? Uh, what did they do? They covered Sympathy for the Devil. Did they? I I never heard that version. Oh yeah, yeah they covered it. So imagine Axl Rose knock, singing. Knock knock knocking on heaven's door. Yeah, they covered hey, so many hey, 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 hey. I honestly need to go back and listen to um, uh, and listen to more Guns N' Roses. I actually like their originals more than their covers. Their covers don't really do a whole lot for me because it doesn't always feel um like their best um, no their their best is when they're writing the original music i mean yeah all right so javier i'm gonna give you that one so you get to go again <laughs> okay um go again. still three one although although he did take a point i i think that this game is unfair being as he had way more games that he played with licensed music than I did. I was too broke to have that many games. So basically all of my exposure okay. to video games was the games that you bought and then Lego Star Wars. Um, so <laughs> Jokes on you. I never owned those games either. I would just be annoying kid that was over at people's houses a lot that had those games. <laughs> See, but that's the difference between you and me, Steven. You had friends. 
Oh, <laughs> friends. yeah. Friends. The key to success. Friends. The key to success. So, what song are you going with? Um. Yes, Lothar, by the way, November Rain was the first song that came to mind for me. Which, by the way, one of my favorite things about November Rain, okay? Um, <laughs> they actually used his wife for the music video. They the did, the I think it was the MTV Awards. Uh, the MTV Awards were being, look it up because it's hysterical. They were being held at the, at UF. They were being held at the University of Florida. Axel brought in, and I'm a Florida guy because my brother went to Florida. Two of my brothers went there. Uh, but I still think this was funny. Axel brought in the orchestra from Florida State University to play the song. It was, it's, it's hysterical. Uh, I, I just thought, and then, you know, I mean, honestly, it's just one of those moments that I forever remember you know with with slash you know standing up on top of the piano it was just it was it was definitely an amazing moment yeah, um, the wind cockman it's just such a oh, I so all right so javier what what else you got um i'm trying to think of i don't know man uh i don't i can't think of a lot of like series that used um, one of these you're gonna know for sure. I have music. one last one, and I, I'm, I'm tapped out. Give me one more, Javier, and then I'll switch over to Steven. Um, I thought the Halo was maze in the hole. Then I don't remember Battlefield using licensed music for yep. promotions. Here, 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 here. Yeah, Javier, right. I'll do this. I'll, so, I'll, 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 I'm gonna buy you some time. Go ahead. What you got? What you got? I'm gonna throw in another little trivia thing you guys probably don't know. Um, use this time. Javier, to think of the, your answer. A little also, did you know about Halo? Because you didn't know about the Brink and Benjamin part. Um, all the guitar stuff for Halo 2 was done by Steve Vai. Oh, yeah. We, oh, yeah, yeah, we're, yeah. We're Steve Vai yeah. fans, so. Yeah. Okay, okay. Just making uh, sure. Just making sure. There's your bided time. So now answer. <laughs> What'd you get? I honestly don't know. I, I'm right. going to have to pass. Like, all right, so I'm here we gonna, go. I'm not going to win this one. All right, you get one more, Steven, and then I'm going to give you guys the game, and then you have to guess the, the song. Okay. I think that would be a lot easier. Yeah, well, I didn't want to give that to you from the get-go. Okay. Are you ready for this? Yes, I'm I ready. Think that this has to be on there because this game was on consoles. It was a Dreamcast seller. It is one of the most popular arcade games of all time. I see the face you're making, Angel. I think you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm talking about Crazy Taxi! And I remember a very special... Well, one, I remember them having a lot of licensed music, but Offspring, what? man. They had the offspring, and that's the only thing that mattered to me at the time. Wait, that is it. Crazy Taxi, yep. 1999. Name of the song? Oh, I can't remember which All I Want that. by the nobody, offspring. Want. Nobody talks about the offspring anymore, We were man. just listening well, no, no, to no, no, the no, no, offspring no, no, the no, other no, day. No, 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 no. It's so, so good. So this is, this is what I think. I think because everyone mm. just agrees that the offspring is just good, and they just exist, and, like, they keep being good. And everyone's just okay with that. Nah. There's no people going like, oh, the offspring sucks. Or like, oh, I was just listening to offspring today. Oh, no, because like, it's just a given. It's just assumed that you're it's... listening to the offspring at least once a week. No matter where you're at in your life, no matter who you are, you can agree the offspring is just a good band. I, <laughs> so, I need to I go back and just like they, listen to their whole dreams. discography. Yeah. So that's all right. So so here's what we have. So you already guessed SSX Tricky is Tricky to Walk. Right. Uh, then we got Crazy Taxi, Offspring, All I Want. Next uh, next one here, uh, we had Call of Duty, Black Ops, uh, Sympathy, Sympathy for, the for the Devil. We had Bioshock, 2007, Beyond the Sea. Oh, that, uh, that's a licensed song? Sort of, yeah. It's an old, old song. Oh. Uh, so no, here's no. another one. Uh, Bioshock. Again. 2007. Oh, wait. wait, so you said two was, Bioshocks. Was, no, 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 that's that's what I'm saying. Bioshock, oh. Beyond the Sea, uh, it was 2007. However, r similar to that, in another weird kind of done way. Bioshock Infinite also used the license song. Gears of War, 2006. Mad World. Mad World, yeah. Mad World. Who's singing that one? 
Come on, somebody's got to sing. Mad, Mad World, right? All around me are familiar faces. <laughs> worn out places. Worn out faces. See, I, only, I really only know this song via Bright and early memes. for the daily races. <laughs> going nowhere. Going nowhere. You know, and I find I think it it's kind of funny. funny. <laughs> did I, did I, I find it kind of sad, you know. The dreams in which I'm oh, dying. Oh my goodness! The okay, best I've ever had. <clears throat> we had Fallout Three. Don't want to set the world on fire. The yeah. ink spots. Um, Tony Hawk. We had Superman. Goldfinger. Um, Saints Row Four. The song is. Any guesses? So wait, 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 wait. Saints Row Four. Yep. Twenty thirteen. They have a lot of license songs, or is it like the, the specific one? It's probably just the one that they use mostly for promotions. I don't, I, I don't actually remember that. Like, I remember hearing it before because I, I saw a lot of. I, I, I mainly put my time in Saints Row Three, not Four, so I can't. The touch. Think of all the music. Yeah, Stan the Bush. Yeah, that, that is an old song. That song, that song Slaps. is a banger. Honestly, yeah. like when that kicks in in um, uh, the Transformers movie, absolutely. You know what? So good. My my boy gets extra points just for that because that is where it came from originally. Uh, it was first used in the Transformers, um, then later used. I in think Saints it was Row four. I think it was written for the Transformers movie. I believe so. Was it? Yeah, oh, I assumed it was its own thing. So that was that was a nice one. Uh, Far Cry 3 Oh, I already know What is it? <laughs> that that uh, Damien Make Marley it burn them Make it the burn It's when you're um, When you're um, burning setting everything fire to a, Setting fire to a thing yeah. Yep, you're setting everything on fire Fire uh, another one that was actually I found I can't stand that song I understand this was Bayonetta Bayonetta I've never played a single Bayonetta game or seen like oh. any promotional do you know what Bayonetta. the song is it, it, that Frank Sinatra song it's right? so it's so perfect for Bayonetta fly me to the moon oh, there. that's it right there it's I mean it's it's just perfect for her I need to listen to more Sinatra. Um, really Sinatra's so good, honestly. Well, the only one I really listen to, because I guess it just hits home for me, is uh, Strangers in the Night. Strangers in the Night, two lonely people. Yeah. Honestly, anything, like, there's there's so many good, like, bands from, like, the 50s and the 60s, and even earlier than that. Do you know how much good jazz is oh, yeah. from that whole like mid um 20th century so count basie one of the things that annoys me the most me. about watch mojo everything no no one of the things that annoys me the most about watch mojo uh is the honorable mentions oh did you did you write because, every single honorable mention down most <laughs> of the time the honorable mentions to me They're are the definitely be the better than a lot of the stuff on the list. Yeah. And on this one, which is like, absolutely, I guess saying, like these are basically second place, but they're not. Listen, absolutely, no doubt. I don't care where you put it on the list. But this song needs to be in the top 10 licensed songs used in a video game. And that okay. is. Because there ain't no rest for the wicked. Oh, that song. Oh, Money that's so good. Money don't grow on trees. Cage the, cage the I got bills to Dude, pay. it's so I good. I got to feed. It's, it's just it's Borderlands, right. man. That was that was the jam. I It is one of the few games that I would sit and listen to the intro before I started pushing buttons because this song was so good. Speaking of intro music, off topic, 
sort of not off topic because you're Godric the Grafted, but Elden Ring has to have some of the best menu music. And, and, and let me pause ever. real quick for for my aunt in Puerto Rico who's listening to this on the podcast. Uh, we do go live on GOTE.TV or Twitch.TV slash Gamers on the Edge every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. So when you t- hear us talking about, you know, what he is or what he isn't or things that we're looking at, uh, it's things that we're seeing live on the stream. So, again, tell us what he is on the stream and that oh. why it's relevant. Um, so, um, Elden Ring from Soft Game. Um Steven, big FromSoft nerd. Uh, <laughs> Godric the Grafted, one of the, the main bosses in Elden Ring. So Elden he, Ring he's the, he's is... He's the first, uh, what's called a, a, a check. It basically, hey, have you been learning the game? Are you properly leveling up? Are you doing? Are you playing the game properly? He's the and first you properly have your head on his body at this moment in time on the screen. Yeah. Yes. Which is a beautiful thing. Okay, so with that in mind, Javier, what were you saying? <laughs> oh, I was saying that um, uh, Elden Ring has to have some of the best <coughs> menu music I've ever heard. Like, the orchestral um, music for for just all of Elden Ring is so good. <coughs> it, it's, it's you made surprising. me choke up. It's surprising because they're actually, um, this is their first time with the exception of games from like the 90s. Yeah. Um, this is their first time doing ambient music too. Mm-hmm. Like, and by ambient music, I mean like music <laughs> that's just playing while you're just standing there minding your own business in a field. And there's music playing like there would have been a movie or even a different video game. Yeah. From Software hasn't done anything like that in like 20 years. In other words, like these are different composers. This is basically pretty much a different team working on this. And the ambient music is better than like some highlighted music from other games. Like yeah, it's like it's... as if they've been the way they made this game is as if they've been making games just like this the last twenty years when this is their first time making anything like this. And it's so insane. In in the in the game Elden Ring, there is one area called um the Kaled Wilds. Mm. And Kaled is a place that is ravaged by this kind of disease, this rot. It's literally a cancer to the world. So everything in it is literally out to kill you. Um, Most of the other areas, there are places where you can sit and rest. But this whole Kaled area, it's everything feels foreign. Everything feels hostile. It's uh, alien. Everything it's alien, like playing yeah, Morrowind it's... for the first time. You know, but like it's just you're at Red Mountain constantly. It's it's yeah. It is um I've said this in a previous um a previous podcast, which you guys should go check out on pretty much anywhere you can uh, <laughs> you can find podcasts. But Let's the Kaled the Kaled Wilds are some of the only things in video games that have ever made me like actually uncomfortable and that is partly due to the ambient music that they put in this area it is it has you on the edge of your seat the whole time it's just anxiety building it's absolutely beautifully crafted so i I, i'm looking at all the composers right now and looking at some of their work um so there's five composers to this game um, which they've done that before with uh, Bloodborne, which also has some of the best music in the series, in my opinion. Yeah. They also had about five or six different composers working on that game because they just had different composers that specialized in different areas. Like, hey, we got our creepy composer and they're making that creepy music. We have the composer that knows how to make, like, the sweet, blissful music out in the field. And, like, man, ugh, this... play Elden Ring, Angel. I don't care if you <laughs> suck at it. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. And especially uh, this uh, composer right here, um, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, Yuka Kato, uh, Kitamura. Uh, she's been consistent since Dark Souls 2, actually. I think she also... Oh, wow. On... Yeah, uh, she solely did Sekiro, which also phenomenal. So I think Yuka pretty much is kind of like now their primary composer because she's been working on with them since Dark Souls 2. Cool. Yeah. She worked on Dark Souls 3, Sekiro, and uh, looks like Bloodborne as well. So, yeah. And so speaking like, of Dark Souls... We once again want to wish Steven a happy birthday. 
Yeah. Um, I don't know what that had to do with Dark Souls. You don't really have a Dark Souls, Steven. <laughs> I, well, I mean, you'd be surprised. But, <laughs> but I needed a transition. Because <laughs> we're about to run out of time. But guys, of time. Yeah. Um, this is what happens when you get us talking about exactly, Elden Ring. Exactly. That's what happens. Anyway, guys, make sure you, you check us out every Tuesday if you can mm-hmm. live. Uh, if you cannot, check out again, once again, uh, Pontification Station on pretty much any kind of podcast, whether it's iTunes or Google or whatever, it's Stitcher, we're on pretty much all of them. Uh, and if we're not, let me know and I'll find them. <laughs> <laughs> but I think we're pretty much on all the, the different uh, broadcasting when it comes to podcasts. Uh, once again, mm. guys, thank you so much. Uh, we're here trying to make a difference and uh, bringing positivity. We're on our positivity tour for 2022 right now and uh we're starting right here and who knows where we're going to end up actually this weekend we're going to atlanta so if you are in atlanta and you're watching this live uh atlanta it'll be march 18th 19th and 20th we will be there for of 2022 pandemic tour of 2022 we're going to be there this weekend uh, we're going to be running a game room, having some fun, raising some funds and awareness for LLS, and uh, trying to make a difference in the lives of others. All right, guys. Thank mm-hmm. you so much. Absolutely love you. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Have a great day. Good night. See ya. See ya. Let's advocate.